Merry Christmas. It's good to see everybody here at Grove Central. I hope uh, your season, the holiday season, Christmas season start off well. It's Christmas Eve, and we're so grateful to be able to have a service together. Our first service went great, and so it's good to have you guys here for the 530. Good to have all you guys online. Thanks for tuning in with us. Uh, thanks for being with us tonight. Pray uh, just blessings upon your families. I love Christmas. It's a great um, time of the year. That we can remember that even in the darkness, even in the difficult times, God shows up, right? He's always available, always here. Uh, so I hope you guys are just uh, going to have a great couple of days celebrating with family, with friends, and just enjoying your time. You know, uh, Sunday we started a series on hope, and we'll continue on today and this coming Sunday. And what I said on Sunday, this is a continuation from that, I said that some will see struggle as a prison, while others see it as a classroom. So some see 2020 as been more of a prison than, than a classroom, but those that have hope Typically see it as a classroom. We can learn. We can grow because we know at some point it's going to get – things will get better. Things will begin to improve. So we said hold on. Don't give up, right? Don't stop. Uh, make sure you hold on to hope. Hold on to what God has, the promises he has uh, because we will go through difficult times. So hold on to those things. And then we also said that the difference between hope and despair is the difference between holding on and letting go. And so make sure you hold on because pain eventually – and hold on because the pain will end. The night will, will, will eventually will stop. Um, I love how John starts off his gospel. So in Genesis, it says, in the beginning, God spoke, right? So notice how John, in, in, in his first verse of his, of his gospel, he says this. He says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. So the same way Genesis starts, John is now saying, in the beginning, God spoke. And now he's saying, pay attention, because God has once again spoke. God is doing something. He showed up. He says, through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Everybody say light. Light. Hey, if, you, if the kids, we have some kids in the house. Kids, welcome. Merry Christmas to you guys, too. Uh, in your bags, you have these little glow sticks, right? And so um, you should have got them. If you don't have it ready, pull, pull, pull them out, and you could break it. Here's the goal. All right? I, want, I want to see these glow sticks uh, shine a little bit when I say light. So if you hear me say light during the message, just shine like this. Shake it to remind you light. And when you hear darkness, would you hide your light, right? Because it's dark, right? So if we hear the word darkness, maybe in the scriptures we say, uh, I just said life was the light of all mankind, you would say light. It's light. It's here. And then in a second, I'm going to say, and the light shines in the darkness, and you hide it. And the darkness was, was, uh, has not overcome it. So John starts off by saying, in the beginning was light. I love, I love the fact that when there's a little bit of light, like a fire, um, even in a dark room, it, it changes the dynamic, right? In the darkest night, light shines the brightest. In the city, you can't really see the stars, but you go out into the country, every star is, most stars are very visible, right? Because there's not a competing lights that we have in the city. And so when it's really dark, lights actually shine brighter. They shine the brightest in the darkness. So when you're going through a dark season, just know that there's a light will continue to shine. Just trust, trust that God has something. So John is saying, in him, in Jesus, was life, was the life that was the light of all mankind. He was the light. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness could not overcome it. So even if you tried really hard, I think the light would still peek through in a dark room because it would be hard to hide light. That's what John is saying. He says, the people who walk in darkness, they have seen a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. So why is John talking about this light that's going to shine? Well, the prophet Isaiah and other prophets talk about how those that walk in deep darkness, they'll eventually see this light. And uh, last Sunday, we talked about how Mary, going to one of the characters in the story, Mary was part of that character. There's other characters in the story, like John. And this is what John's father said about him. He said, um, oh, so Isaiah 9-2 says, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. 
For those who live in the land of deep darkness, a light will shine. So Isaiah the prophet said, one day when we're going through a dark season, light's going to come. It's going to show up. It's going to show up, right? And the darkness won't be able to stop it. And this is what uh, John the Baptist's dad, he said about him. He says, and you, my child, he was a prophecy, he was a song he was singing. He says, will be called the prophet of the most high. For you will go on before the Lord to prepare a way for him. To give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, which by which the rising sun, that's light, right, will come to us from heaven. And notice what's going to happen. To shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet onto the path of peace. So John is saying, uh, John's father is saying, you're going to go before God, Christ. You're going to be a voice that's going to cry out and you're going to talk about this light that's going to come. That even the shadow of the valley and the shadow of death and darkness. So maybe 2020 has been a, a dark year, a difficult year. Same way that, that, that Jesus showed, showed up in a dark season, he still wants to show up in these kind of seasons, these kind of years, if we'll let him. See, so some will see darkness as a prison, and others will just see it as a waiting room, waiting for something better to come. We know that something is going to take place, something's going to happen. So let me read you the Christmas story in Luke 2, all right? We celebrate Christmas Eve, we celebrate Christmas, the birth of, of, of Jesus, right, our Savior. And this is, what, this is what chapter 2 of Luke's gospel says. He says this, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken to the, of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own towns to register. So Joseph also went up to the town from the town of Nazareth to Galilee of Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. We talked about that on Sunday, right? That's a miracle in itself. And imagine the emotion she was feeling going through this season. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. So notice, it was, a, was, a, it was night, so it was dark, right? And they were taking care of their, 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 their sheep. They were taking care of the flocks out in the middle of the night in the darkness. And it says, all of a sudden in the darkness, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. I think it would take a little bit to terrify a shepherd because they're used to the dark. They're used to animals. They're used to fending off things. And it says they were terrified. And the angel, one, Gabriel, he said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then it says, suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel. And praising God, they said, glory to God in the highest of heavens and on earth, peace to those whom on his favor rests. So the Christmas story has these different songs, right? So Mary's song, we talk about Sunday. And then um, Zachariah's song about his son and about Jesus that we just read. And then the angel songs they sing. What's interesting about the angel song, when the angels sing, it's always to announce something new. So in Job, it tells us that in creation, the angels sang when God created the earth, like they were rejoicing with him. And then when the baby was born, a new son, Jesus, the angels celebrated again. Pretty amazing when the angels sing. And he says, so they hurried off, the shepherds. And they said this, when the angels left them, they went and gone to heaven. The shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby was lying there in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word about his child. 
what they'd been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So hope, it shines through to others in times of darkness. The angels came to bring hope to the shepherds. So the shepherds, I read an interesting fact about shepherds, is their testimony wouldn't have held up in court. So God chose the working class. He chose, we'd say, the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. He chose the outcasts. He chose those that were marginalized to be the ones who represented him. And he chose the shepherd. They called him the lowly shepherd, the humble shepherd. For the Jewish people, the unclean shepherd. Because of their jobs and it kept them away from the temple. So they were thought of less than. And God shows up to those who maybe thought even less of themselves. And he invited them in. Because hope always shines to others in darkness. So recently my family, um, some, some people in the church told us about this series that's on, uh, that, that has been made called The Chosen. If you haven't seen this, if you're looking for a good series to watch, I would encourage it, highly encourage it. You can find it on YouTube. It's called The Chosen. It's a story of the disciples. And what's great about it is it brings the, the, the disciples to life. You kind of see them like you would see us, which is really encouraging because uh, he chose the average. He chose those that others maybe would not have, would have chosen. And he chose them to follow him. And it just kind of brings their story to life. So you see a little more of Peter, and they kind of try to make, make him feel real to us, maybe like you and I. And although they did miraculous things, they were still just human like you and I. God chose average people to be represented. And in this, in this series, it's pretty great. We're, oh, my family's going through it, watching it, and we're enjoying it. But what, I, what they have is they had a Christmas special just recently. And it's some music and some different stories. And the director told his story. So it turns out this director of The Chosen, he's a Jesus follower, and he made this movie that bombed. It didn't, it, it, he made it, spent all this money and time, and it just crashed and burned. And he felt like a failure. And he thought, my career's over, and it just barely started, and it's already over. And he was thinking, what am I supposed to do now? And his wife and another uh, Christian uh, came into his life and said, hey, it's not over. I still think God has something special for you. So he decided, decided to do this short film called uh, The Shepherds. And out of this short film is what we gave birth to The Chosen, this whole series, and he, and he shares this story because it's really the Christmas story, and it's, it's what we think about. So we read the story in Luke. The characters I want to talk about today are the shepherds, people who are waiting in the darkness, waiting for light to come, and God shows up. So do me a favor. This is just a clip of the, of the short story he made. So I want to show you a little bit. I encourage you to go watch it later. We'll put the link there in, in, in our comment section so you can find it. Um, but watch, watch this, this clip. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute shall sing for joy. A reading from the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. This way. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Finally, he's back! Uh, Hello, uh, Simon. <coughs> Stay with the sheep. He is useless. Why do you keep him around? He's a good boy. Can I have my dinner now? Not with us. No. Your plate is over there. I do what happened this morning. You sleep with the sheep tonight. And pay attention this time. And watch out for wolves.
so beautiful. We must tell someone. We must tell everyone. We must tell everyone. Everyone. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We waited for this for so long. So long. What were you naming? Jesus. We will name him Jesus. I must go. People must know. People must know. People must know. shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. the shepherd story i can just imagine you know uh, god choosing this men who are working they come and see uh, this new thing that's happening and he calls them and they run to see the baby and the encounter they have with him because he wants to give us hope he wants us to hold on and not give up god always offers us hope john said in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was with god in the beginning through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of you and I and all mankind. And that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. And he goes on and says this, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God, children born out of natural descent or passion or of a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and full of truth. What's amazing about the shepherd's story is that they believed the angel and it says they went and looked for him. They found Jesus. And the word that when they says found, it means they didn't stop looking until they found. Those who encounter Christ are those who don't stop looking. Those who continue to believe that God has something for us. And we search for him. 
So whether the day, this year has been hard or maybe it's been a classroom, either way, don't hold on. Don't let the night, don't let the dark, don't let the struggle or the pain stop you. Hold on because pain always ends and the day will break through. And God invites us into that. So I don't know if you, maybe you today is you're, you're here. Maybe 2020 has been a, a hard year, a dark year. Can I tell you, if you just hang on a little longer, light's going to come. What's interesting about the darkness is it's always the darkest right before the light. Right before dawn breaks, right before the sun comes up is when it gets the darkest and almost usually the coldest. So if your year feels dark and cold, hang on. Expression is really dark because light is about to shine through. If you'd be like the shepherds and believe and trust and say, God, I want to be what you have for me. I want to accomplish those things you have for me. What I love about the Christmas story is God chose those that nobody else would choose. Maybe you're in this room and you just feel average, less than average. God would choose you. You're in good company. Maybe you're young and you think God couldn't use me. He chose Mary. And throughout scripture, he always chose young people. Maybe you're hearing you say, I'm too old. And like Elizabeth and like Zachariah, he chose them even in old age and said, I want to use you. So wherever you find yourself in whatever stage of life, God still has good plans for you. He still wants to use your life for good. Maybe you're maybe in this room or maybe you're out watching online and it's been dark or it's been hard, maybe a struggle. God says, hold on, don't give up, pain, it always ends. And it will produce something for us if we'll allow it to produce something for us. I pray that before this night ends, before even Christmas, that if you haven't surrendered your life to Christ and you haven't been like the shepherds to say, I'm going to go and see what this is all about, that you would turn your heart towards God and say, God, I come on bended knee, I humble myself, to come and find it, what, what you have for me. To come and see what you offer to all mankind. We're going to end with one last song. And lights are going to turn off. And, you know, what's amazing about light is one light can do a lot. But a lot, a lot of lights together can do even more. My prayer and, and my hope is that we as Jesus followers would represent what this candle represents. That when we find the light, we don't just hold it for ourselves. So the thing about the shepherds is once they heard, it says they went and told everybody they could tell. And it says everybody was amazed at what they said. And news began to spread about this. God wants us to take the hope, the light that we have, and begin to pass it to the dark. I'm going to pass it to one person. And as the song goes on, it'll pass throughout this room. And just pass it to somebody that's close by to you. And before we know it, our, our room will be lit up by just a few little lights. And God invites us on this journey just to say, let me light you, give you some hope. Let me light your dark so in turn you can light somebody else's light. Would you stand with us and sing this last song tonight? Amen. So good. If you look around, you can see that just a little bit of light goes a long way. It's awesome to see families. And people's face shine as you hold the candle. And our light, my hope, is that we would take the light God has given us. And the same way this candle lights up the dark, we let the hope of Christ light up our life to light up other people's life also in our city, in our country, our world. You may blow out your candle now. I love the fact that God, he shows up when we need him the most. The times that you don't, you maybe feel like you're alone. Now, if, if you felt like in 2020 you were alone, you're in good company. The shepherds, I'm sure, time felt alone. 
And if you ever felt confused, not sure, you're in good company. Mary and Joseph felt confused for nine months at least, not sure what, to ha- what was going to happen, what take place, and beyond. So wherever you find yourself in life, you're in good company. God has shown up in situations just like yours to help out, to give you light, give you hope. So we hope this Christmas season you'll feel some of that and you'll know some of that in your life. You guys may be seated today as we end our uh, service. And um, for all you tune online, thanks for being with us. Uh, I make you sit down, but you're going to have to get up again. I'm sorry, in a second. So <laughs> I forgot they're going to sing one more song, festive song, good song, and uh, we'll, we'll celebrate together. As we end today our service, though, uh, typically we, we uh, go out the side door here, the back door. Today we're, we're going to let you guys go to the front. We have some goodies and some uh, apple cider, and there's a, a photo booth there if you want to take some, some pictures with your family. And uh, feel free just to – we'll go out one, a few at a time and just uh, don't, don't, don't feel like you have to rush. If you have to go, Merry Christmas. If you want to stay for a little bit, feel free to stay a little bit and uh, hang out as we uh, prepare for Christmas, all right? Thank you guys for coming. Can I pray a blessing over you guys, over you that are watching? Let's pray. God, thank you for your son coming to earth, moving into the neighborhood. God, it's so um, – in some ways it's so crazy. It's not even – doesn't even seem like it was possible that would happen, that you became – you were so rich, but you came poor, he became poor just for us, that you had it all, but you gave it all up so you can be with us that you moved into the neighborhood, you moved close to us with flesh and bone to show us how to live and to give us a way back to the Father through your sacrifice on that cross. God, today we celebrate your birth. We say happy birthday. God, we say Merry Christmas. Thank you for giving us light in this world that is so dark at times. We need it. Help us to be the light that shines now, Father. God, as you have illuminated our lives, help us to share with others. And for those that haven't signed up yet, haven't joined Having begin to follow you, I pray their hearts would be turned to you, that they would become the lights that shine just like the shepherds and many of the characters throughout the Christmas story. We put our trust in you. We say thank you for choosing us, God. In Jesus' name we pray. I pray blessings over those watching, over those in the, in the, the, in the, um, in the Grove Central, God, that you would bless them and their families, continue to keep us healthy and whole. And God, we pray 2021 would be much better than 2020. And God, we would learn from 2020 and grow in 2021. We invite you to lead us and guide us. Blessings upon those watching. Blessings upon those that are here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.